Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Can't Stop, Won't Stop, where we can't stop and we won't stop fighting for justice. I'm your host, Lindsay Ann. Today, you will hear how sketchy the seemingly crooked coroner of Clearfield County, Pennsylvania, has treated the Clark family when seeking documents that they are entitled to. Are you ready? Let's do this! I'd like to thank all of our Can't Stop, Won't Stop patrons. Your monthly donations helps families just like ours fight for justice. The amount of money that we had to spend on a PI FOIA request, travel expenses, signs, bracelets, posters, and so much more was detrimental on our family. Which is why Lindsay created her Patreon tiers ranging from $8 a month up to $100 a month. Without each of you, there is no way she could continue to help in the fight for justice. Thanks, babe. And so you guys, if you're wondering how you can help on a monthly basis, please check out my Patreon page at www.patreon.com backslash can't stop, won't stop, where you can learn about those four different tiers that are available. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. A lot of you have been wondering what, if anything, is new in Terry Clark Sr.'s death investigation, being that he is the entire reason that I've been looking into Clearfield in Center County, Pennsylvania. So let's back up. On October 24th, 2021, Jessica Clark, Terry's daughter, reached out to me after seeing our story on Dateline and asked for advice and help regarding her father's fatal hit-and-run accident that occurred on June 11, 2005, and was still unsolved. I told her that I'd love to help, but that I would not be doing a podcast series featuring him. (laughs) As we dug deeper and deeper into his suspicious death, our eyes got bigger and bigger. We started questioning police reports. We started questioning witness statements. We started questioning everything. And now here we are, a full series, not only covering Terry Clark Sr.'s death, but also focusing on corrupt troopers, local pedophiles still around children, bullies on the school board, A plagiarizing, harassing, egotistic, and lying superintendent, a crooked coroner, and so much more. I haven't talked about Terry Clark Sr. for a while, and you guys, that was for a very specific reason. The autopsy report. After the games that Clearfield Corner Kim Schaefer Snyder began playing, I was afraid that Terry's autopsy report would mysteriously disappear if we kept it in the public's forefront, and we could not let that happen. I know that sounds ridiculous and absurd to even think that that could happen, 
But with what we have learned about already, I believe it's not too far-fetched to think that way. One of the very first things that I ask a family for is their loved one's autopsy report because it tells a lot. When Jessica told me that they never received one and that they were told they could not have a copy of it, my alarms went off immediately. I have never worked with a family that was not provided a complimentary copy of their deceased loved one's autopsy and toxicology report. It usually takes up to or around three months to receive the results, but the family always gets a copy. It's their right. Why wasn't the Clark family provided a copy 17 years ago? Gabe Hoover's family received a free copy of his autopsy report, and he died just six days after Terry Clark Sr. What's on the report that they don't want known? I'm going to get to that in the next episode. Why charge $600 for the Clark's first copy? I wonder if Kim thought that the Clark family wouldn't be able to come up with that amount. Our fight together for Terry Clark Sr.'s autopsy and toxicology reports began on January 21st, 2022 at 1.26 p.m. when I left a voicemail for Clearfield County Coroner Kim Schaefer Snyder asking her to email me an itemized invoice for the reports so that I could just have it for my records. That same day, at 2.07 p.m., Kim called me back and quite rudely questioned my request for an invoice. She informed me that the cost for the autopsy report is $500 and the fee for the toxicology report is an additional $100. And her snarky little attitude was apparent from the get-go. She told me the Pennsylvania statute to look up that explains the law. So I asked her where to send the payment and how it works. And her response to me was, quote, I told Jessica that yesterday, end quote. I then responded with, I was aware that she talked to Jessica, but that my company was going to be the one paying the fee, and that's why I was now asking questions. She told me, quote, I don't mean to be a pain in the butt here, end quote, and I quickly responded with, then don't be. This rude lady then said to me, quote, this happened 16 or 17 years ago, didn't it? End quote. She was questioning our desire for a copy this long after Terry's death. I told her that her tone is insulting and that they have been requesting a copy for nearly 17 years and that they never received their free copy like other families in Clearfield. And she quickly said, no one gets a free copy in Pennsylvania, (laughs) which... I laugh because we now know that that is a bold-faced lie. 
She also made me aware how long it took her to find the records. And I told her that I didn't care how long it took her and that her lack of empathy is astounding. I asked for her email address, to which she gave it to me, and I also asked for her boss's email address. She gave me the executive director's email address as well, and then we hung up. I want to let you know that Kim Schaefer Snyder 100% lied to me. She stated that, quote, no one gets a free copy in Pennsylvania, end quote. I know of multiple families that have come forward letting me know that they have received a free copy of their deceased loved one's autopsy and toxicology reports just weeks after their death. I hate liars. And you cannot use the excuse that Kim wasn't the coroner at the time of Terry's death. Because you know what? I know families that received complimentary copies when Joel Heath was the coroner. And when Kim Schaefer Snyder was the coroner. I realize that Kim mainly talks to dead people. And that they don't talk back to her or hold her accountable. But holy shit. Guess what, Kim? I talk. And I will hold Kim accountable. Kim, you lied to me. And you lost all of my trust at that moment. And unfortunately for you, I'm a talker. And I am passionate about holding people accountable, especially those that abuse their power. So you guys, as soon as that call was terminated, I got my fast fingers going and I typed up the following email to both Kim Schaefer Snyder and her boss, the executive director of Pennsylvania Coroners, Scott Grimm. I said, quote, Please explain to me how it is reasonable for you to charge a decedent's next of kin $600 for the autopsy and toxicology reports. It is very clear to me that you have never had a loved one die under suspicious circumstances and had to endure the cost of a funeral, casket, celebration of life, etc., and then be charged $600 hundred dollars for documents the next of kin deserves. What if this happened to your loved one? And with that said, Terry Clark's family is requesting his autopsy report and toxicology report to be provided to his wife, Brenda Clark, free of charge. Death date, June 11, 2005. Please let me know where she can pick up the documents Thank you, Lindsay Ann, end quote. And then four days later, on January 25th, 2022, Scott Grimm responded with the following, quote, Good afternoon, Miss Lindsay Ann. My condolences to Mrs. Clark and her family with the death of her husband. And thank you for writing and inquiring about the purchase of Mr. Clark's autopsy and toxicology reports. 
Unfortunately, the Clearfield County Coroner is mandated by Pennsylvania state statute to charge fees for the purchase of autopsy and toxicology reports. I am including the statute for your review. Section 1252-B, Fees for Reports. The coroner shall charge and collect a fee of $500 for an autopsy report, $100 for a toxicology report, $100 for an inquisition on coroner's report, $50 for a cremation or disposition authorization, and other fees, as may be established from time to time for other reports or documents requested by non-governmental agencies in order to investigate a claim asserted under a policy of insurance or to determine liability for the death of the deceased. The fees collected under this section shall be accounted for and paid to the county treasurer in accordance with section 1760 and shall be used to defray the expenses involved in the county complying with the training of coroners or coroner office personnel, as may be required or authorized by this or any other act. And then he goes on to say, I understand your questioning on the cost of the reports. However, Coroner Schaefer Snyder is following the law and cannot deviate from her statutory mandates. I know you may not be satisfied with my response, but I hope I was able to answer your concerns about the cost of the reports. Let me know if you have any further questions. Respectfully, Scott. End quote. So that was a very informative email from Scott. I have no issues with that email from Scott Grimm. My issues are this. Mr. Scott Grimm, Executive Director of Pennsylvania State Coroners Association. He stated that Coroner Schaefer Snyder is following the law and cannot deviate from her statutory mandates. So if this is the case, Scott, then I want to know what the consequence is when I prove she, in fact, has deviated from her statutory mandates. I have had multiple families, and I hope to hear from more, telling me they have received a free copy of their loved one's autopsy and toxicology reports within months after their death. I want to know what the process is and when Kim Schaefer Snyder is allowed to deviate from her statutory mandates. How does she get to choose which families have to pay $600 for the first copy and which families pay $0 for the first copy? You know what? I also know a family that is friendly with Kim Schaefer Snyder. And they received a free copy, but has since lost it. And you know what? Rather than requiring this family to pay the $600, Kim Schaefer Snyder offered them to come to her office and review the autopsy and toxicology reports. And then when they asked if they could take pictures of the reports, I was told that Kim Schaefer Snyder said, quote, what happens when I'm not looking, I won't know about, end quote. Fucking bullshit. 
Kim. I have emailed both Kim and Scott with these inquiries. And as of this recording, I haven't received a response. Back to the original email that I had sent. So then on February 3rd, 2022, Clearfield County Coroner Kim Schaefer Snyder sent me this, quote, Good morning, Lindsay. I have spoken to Corporal Bush and Trooper Sankey at PSP Clearfield, and they have advised me that this is still an active investigation, and therefore I cannot release the autopsy results at this time, end quote. You guys, this is your coroner. She should know that it does not matter if the investigation is open or not. The autopsy and toxicology reports are to be provided to the family. We have my sister-in-law's autopsy and toxicology reports and the photos. And it's still an open investigation. Every family I've ever worked with have their loved ones autopsy and toxicology reports because it is their right. Police reports, yeah, I get that. Those are dependent on open and closed cases, but not the autopsy and toxicology reports. Kim Schaefer Snyder, you should know better. And you guys, these are the games that grieving families have to deal with by those we are supposed to trust and those that are supposed to guide us through a loved one's death. How many families has Kim Schaefer-Snyder flat out lied to? How many families has Kim Schaefer-Snyder price gouged? I would bet it's not just the Clark family. And I wonder why we were able to get those reports now. But we couldn't get them in February, Kim. The investigation is still open now. I find that extremely suspicious. And I hope all of you see that as well. What were they hiding in those reports that they didn't want the family to know? So after this bullshit response that I got from Kim Schaefer Snyder, Clearfield County Coroner, Jessica then emailed Trooper Snakey, questioning him on why he would tell her to get it through the coroner, and then he would turn around and tell the coroner not to give it to her. Snakey said, quote, I told her that I couldn't give you a copy of mine, end quote. You guys, again, this is just a small example of the runaround the Clarks have had trying to get information that they deserve and are entitled to. In the spring of 2022, a new detective was assigned to Terry Clark Sr.'s case, and Snakey allegedly went to the turnpike probably to collect, you know, all that overtime before he retires in February, just saying. Either way, we were just happy to have a new set of eyes on the case and get Snake's hands out of there. He can go pull people over for favors on the turnpike and get his snaky ass away from Terry's investigation. 
And so then we decided to give the new detective some time to get to know the case, and we took a back seat on pursuing the autopsy and toxicology reports in hopes that Detective Burns would help the Clarks secure a copy for their own. And in Detective Burns' defense, he tried very hard to get the Clarks what they deserve. He tried getting Kim to waive the fee. He looked into giving the Clarks a copy of his autopsy and toxicology reports and was informed that he had to go through the coroner's office. Understandable. So now, you guys, that leads us up to September 2022. Jessica called me and she said, we're just fed up with the games. She said she wanted to set up a fundraiser to raise the $600 for her father's reports. And I had told her that I would help her. I agree. Let's do this. That same day, during our live on Facebook at Can't Stop, Won't Stop, Dwayne and I announced that Can't Stop, Won't Stop was going to put in a donation towards the $600 fee. And you guys, this incredible community of warriors started chiming in and making personal donations to the cost of the reports as well. By the end of the live... We had $455 donated to go towards Terry's autopsy and toxicology reports. It is moments like that that I am reminded how amazing people truly are. The Clarks could not be more grateful. And to cover the remaining cost, Jen and Jason offered to host a fall bash fundraiser at Bucky's in Osceola Mills, Pennsylvania on Friday, it's coming up, September 30th, 2022 from 8 p.m. until 1 a.m. Dwayne and I will be there. There's even a contest going on right now of who's going to get a pie in the face. Either Dwayne and I will get a pies in the face or Jason and Jen. Go cast your vote. Put it in. You can uh, get in touch with Bucky's to figure all that out. Jen has been phenomenal in putting this fundraiser together and we couldn't appreciate it more. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you to Jen, Jason, Buck, Bucky's, and the entire community that's out there supporting Can't Stop, Won't Stop and helping us be able to do what we do and what we love to do. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And we hope to see and meet and hang out with all of you on Friday, September 30th, 2022 at Bucky's in Osceola Mills, Pennsylvania. This community is amazing. So many citizens of Clearfield and Center County want change. So many of you know what's right and what's wrong. And so many of you are shocked at what truly is happening in your own hometown. So knowing that we would have the $600 for the reports and knowing how crooked the coroner is, we tried to cover every loophole we could think of so that the Clark family could not be denied the reports once again. So last week, Jessica left a voicemail for Kim Schaefer Snyder on Thursday, September 8, asking if they accept cash payment for the autopsy and toxicology reports. Here's Kim's voicemail back. 
Hi, Jessica. This is Kim Schaefer-Snyder from the Clearfield County Coroner's Office returning your call. Since you were asking if they would accept cash at the Treasurer's Office, yes, they will. And after you pay that, they will send me an email and I can mail you your autopsy results. If there's anything else that you need to speak with me about, I can be reached at 814-765-2641, extension 2007. Thank you. Bye-bye. No the fuck you won't mail us the reports after paying $600 cash for them, Kim. Who the fuck does that, you guys? I wonder what Clearfield County Coroner Kim Schaefer-Snyder would do if she went to Old Navy, picked out a shirt, brought it to the cashier, paid for the shirt, and they kept it and told her, as soon as we send that receipt to corporate, we'll then mail it to you. What? No way in hell is that okay. That is abuse of power. You guys, Kim works in the same building as the treasurer's office. So then I left Crooked Kim a message letting her know that we will have the $600 for the autopsy and toxicology reports and that we expect to pay on Monday and walk out the door on Monday with the reports in hand. And she responded with this voicemail. Hi, Lindsay. This is Kim Schaefer-Snyder from the Clearfield County Coroner's Office. Yes, I did say to the family, they can just mail the payment in or drop it off, and I will mail it back. I cannot guarantee you I can be at the courthouse on Monday when you get there. I'm a small office, and I'm the only one that's available during the day. That's why I told them that. So if you want to try back again, it's 814-765-2641, extension 2007. I talked to Jessica a few days ago. If she'd have just mailed the money in then, she'd have probably had the papers in her hand by Monday. That's the only reason, because I don't guarantee that I can be there to meet with them on Monday. Thanks. I'm sure you'll give me a call back. Bye-bye. That's the professional, you guys. That's your coroner. That's how she talks to people. She knew from the very beginning that Jessica Clark did not have the money with her, that I was the one that was bringing the money. And she never said that to Jessica. Kim Schaefer-Snyder, you are a liar and you know it. And you know what? I sure as the hell did call her back, but I waited till Monday morning. But on Sunday, you guys, Dee and I and our three pups hopped in the car and we made our way to Pennsylvania. Monday morning, I gave Kim that callback that she was anticipating. And I, again, had to leave her a voicemail saying that we would be at the Clearfield Courthouse between 1 and 1.45 p.m. and to please make sure that the reports are ready for us in the treasurer's office if she will not be available at that time. 
I told her that we will not be leaving the courthouse without those documents in hand. And if she could, she could put it in an envelope and require Jessica's form of ID to hand the papers over. And then we made our way to the Center County Courthouse to Joel Conway's scheduled court hearing. And guess who didn't show up? Joel. Joel Conway didn't show up for his own hearing on Monday, September 12, 2022. We were there. Me, Dwayne, Jessica, Sam, Melissa. His public pretender was there, which is a joke in its own self. But Joel was not there. He now has a bench warrant. It's not a good look, Joel. You know what else isn't a good look, you guys? The fucking circus that goes on in that courthouse. Everyone in Center County just gets probation. Your Honor, my client was in possession of a gun without a permit. Okay, four months probation. Your Honor, my client put a sex tape out without consent on social media. Yeah, okay. Eight months probation. Your Honor, my client murdered 12 people, but it wasn't intentional. I promise. Okay. 1,100 days of probation. Obviously, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but not by much, you guys. Seriously, if you're going to commit a crime, you might want to do it in Center County. Pretty sure you'll be just getting probation. After that, we then traveled to Clearfield County Courthouse and met up with Terry's daughters and son-in-law to finally, after 17 and a half years, get his autopsy and toxicology reports in their hands. We got there around 1.30 p.m., waited in line with all the doe hunters, and we brought that $600 cash up to the treasurer's office. And guess what? The lady at the window told us that her free copy was sent to her husband's first wife instead of her. I'm very sorry about the loss of your husband. And thank you for confirming that his family, in fact, received a free copy. Pretty sure that's devising from Ken Schaefer Snyder's statutory mandate. Anyway, after some whispers and zero urgency, we were asked for the $600. I told her that we would like to see what was inside the envelope before we pay. And she gave us an odd look. And I just smiled back and said, go ahead, you can open it. So then she showed us the nine pages. Yeah, nine pages, you guys. That's $66.67 per page. Per page, $66.67. And we gave her the $600 cash, and now, damn it, I wish we would have paid her in pennies. And you know what else I'll do next time? I'm going to walk in there with my own pieces of paper and my own ink and ask if they aren't going to use this then what the hell are they charging for? I'll even walk over to the computer 
I will use my manual labor and press the print button. Damn it. Why didn't I think of all this before? <gasps> but you know what? The Clark girls walked out of that courthouse with tears in their eyes and in disbelief that finally, after 17 years, they have their dad's autopsy and toxicology reports. How Kim Schaefer Snyder looks at herself in the mirror and is proud of price gouging from grieving families is so unfathomable to me. You guys, if she would charge every single family $600 for their first copy, then I would switch my focus to addressing this with the lawmakers. But Kim Schaefer Snyder does not charge every single family for their first copy. She picks and she chooses which ones get the free copy mailed to them. I guess this is all going back to it's not who you know, it's who you blow. Disgusting. Brenda, Jessica, Sam, TJ and Alan did not ask for their husband and father to be murdered. The last thing they want is to ever request is their loved one's autopsy report. It's a nightmare to even be in the position of receiving that. No one wants to read that. No one wishes to have to read that dreadful information. No one should have to pay $600 for detailed scientific information regarding their deceased loved one. Shame on you. Clearfield County Coroner Kim Schaefer Snyder. And you know what? When we went to the courthouse this week, no one had to show ID in order to get these reports. No one confirmed that it was truly Jessica Clark that was picking them up. For all that fuss that they had put the family through, they didn't even confirm it was going to the right family. But at least with tears running down their cheeks, we high-fived and we high-tailed it out of there. And the next episode, you guys, I will go over the autopsy report and let you in on a little, well, big secret that we've been keeping. We don't know who hit, killed, and left Terry Clark Sr. dead. No one has been arrested as of this episode. We can't stop and we won't stop fighting for Terry Clark Sr.'s justice. And we will make sure his alleged killer or killers cannot do this to another innocent person. If they haven't done so already. And we will put pressure on authorities to treat Terry Clark Sr. as if it was their own father or husband. Huge shout out to Terry's daughters, Jessica and Sam, and to his wife, Brenda. Without all of the crucial and critical information you have received and the deep dive into your father and husband's suspicious death, none of this could be done. It's because of you that I am able to make awareness on this seemingly lack of police work done on Terry Clark Sr.'s case. <laughs> 
please join the Closure and Justice for Terry Clark Sr. Facebook group for more information, as well as Can't Stop, Won't Stop. You guys, this bullshit happens way more often than you think. So many families think they are alone in their fight for justice. I'm here to let you know that you are not alone. You are not the only family treated poorly by law enforcement when seeking justice for a loved one. I'm here to give you the confidence to speak up. Use your voice and prove what is truly happening in your loved one's case. You can join our lives on Sundays, almost every Sunday, at 8 p.m. Eastern on Facebook at Can't Stop, Won't Stop. You can also follow me at My Lindsay Ann on TikTok for almost daily updates, as well as at My Lindsay Ann on Instagram. I'd like to note, you guys, I don't have any training in law enforcement, and I don't have any training as a lawyer. I'm just a girl that is driven to find justice and gives a shit. I'm just a girl that truly cares. I'm just a girl that has a hell of a lot more empathy for victims' families than many people in authoritative positions do. It is absolutely disgusting what so many grieving families have to go through. And we won't stop fighting until we get answers. If you enjoyed this episode, you guys, please give me a five-star review on Apple Podcast and on Spotify. This is free, and it will help get awareness to the public about the many injustices happening to grieving families. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for all of your support. For those of you that don't like that I'm actually helping families get justice, well, just, just stay away. Mean people suck. You know, I don't know why so much pain and loss has to happen. I don't have all the answers. Only he does. And sometimes the best thing to do is is just trust it. It was back in 04 when Grandpa died and my shirt was soaking wet with tears from my eyes. You tried to calm me down, tried to plead your case, but I just bit that face right back in your face. And you said, well, you may not understand now. Somehow, someday, someway, you'll find out why it had to be. Yeah, according to his plan, he won't put you through anything that he thinks you can't make it through. With his everlasting love, you may need to scream at the top of your lungs. Because while you think he died at too young an age, it really was his time. There's no reason for rage. He's in a better place now, away from the pain and the stress and the hate and the hurt and the strain. The best way to honor him and his legacy is to live how he did and not question me. Oh, baby.